Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows and movies and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, New Powerpuff Girls, Star Wars, Thir- Star Wars The Force of Evil, and Ruby. Uh, I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Hey, y'all. Today, Delaney and I will be previewing Volume 4 of Ruby. Uh, Our Ruby coverage is back, starting with this podcast, and we'll be taking you through every episode of Volume 4 of Rooster Teeth's Ruby here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com or search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or other podcatchers. You could listen on YouTube and leave comments there. You could... Uh, a bunch of stuff and you can check out all that information at overlyanimated.com uh for volume three we covered every episode of ruby that was somehow only eight months ago when the, when <laughs> weird the last, yeah, i mean they, they had a pretty fast turnaround this season that's pretty cool yeah def. and then next week on the 22nd for subscribers 23rd for non-subscribers the uh first episode of volume four will be airing so we're going to today talk about uh the character trailer that came out uh, a few weeks ago uh, the new character designs and any and start to speculate on what's to come in volume four. Um, so I'm going to give some caveats to our coverage. But before that, if you are listening to this and you have not watched Ruby before, like maybe you listen to the uh, to our other podcast and you want to check this out. Um, once I stop giving this new new person spiel, you should not listen more because we're going to talk about spoilers. But um, you could you should probably check out Ruby. It's going to be free on Rooster Teeth's website on Netflix. I don't know if they put volume three on Netflix. I assume. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't checked i mean yeah. volumes went into your death on yeah you can if you lose go on netflix you can watch just all the episodes kind of like as a movie you can um check out rooster's website to watch them and they're also on rooster's youtube for most of them or all of them i'm not sure so there's a ton of free ways to watch ruby it's an online uh online airing only uh kind of independent studio created animated show very video game based uh definitely recommend checking it out and catch up in next week probably only takes four hours to watch all three yeah. volumes yeah and then you can go week to week with us on this volume of coverage cool but from here on out spoilers um if you are new to our ruby coverage but obviously not you know uh new to the show here are some here are some caveats <laughs> to how we are covering ruby uh we get more uh you know interesting <laughs> comments for this show than all of our other ones combined so i want to preface this uh you're not forced to listen to these podcasts these are us doing the we make very little money on these and they are freely available um we are a highly critical uh like uh critique based uh podcast we um we're fan- we approach like i said like i say in the intro we approach shows in two ways we approach it from a fan oriented perspective so we're going to like be excited about stuff that we're excited about but we're also going to like critique the narrative and the characters and any other processes that um we feel like are good or bad and so we'll you know and with this show in particular we're maybe harsher than other shows but uh that i think comes out of passion for it uh, like if I if we didn't care then and we'll talk, talk more about this in a second if we didn't care then we wouldn't spend the time to to say what's wrong and stuff and the second uh, thing which is maybe more highly applicable to a lot of you is we are uh, fairly progressive in our commentary and our social outlook on the show and on life so um, if uh, if that's something that maybe doesn't appeal to you the, just know that that's going to be infused into all of our discussions it's not going to always come up like just may or may not come up and this is not a show that's particularly progressive so it's something that clashes a lot with our worldview and we're going to point it out when applicable 
Yep. Uh, yeah. And uh, at the very end of this podcast, I'm going to go on a rant about something that <laughs> said during this uh, offseason. So uh, you'll get a taste of that here. Grr. But again, uh, you know, this is it's your choice to listen to this. I just want to preface it here. <laughs> no one is forcing no you. No one's forcing you. So, uh, I, but, but also, if you're someone who... Um, is uh, also shares a progressive outlook and is frustrated by some of the stuff on Ruby. Then we're the ultra hippie yeah. liberal animation podcast for you. That is an exact quote from someone. Yeah, <laughs> that was and, so good. And uh, yeah, so it, it would again, it's not always going to apply when with this show specifically. It's uh, less comes up less uh, progressive critiques, but uh, yeah, definitely this is the place you want to be if you want <laughs> that type of discussion on Ruby. So. There and okay, per, okay, and then one last thing for me personally, uh, I'm going to say how this applies to me, and then Delaney, you can uh, either co-sign or say <laughs> how it applies to you. Um, personally, uh, and this may surprise some people if you listen to another podcast, I actually care more about the the contents of not all aspects, but some aspects of Ruby more than any of the other shows we cover. Um, I like the characters, the main characters would be like much, and I care about them much more than Steven Universe or any other show. I'm like, I think this is a much worse show than Steven Universe, but I'm more invested in it. Uh, this is something that's maybe not obvious if you listen to our coverage, but, um, like I actually care what happens to Ruby and Weiss and, and the other characters. And like, I, I, like I'm very invested in them. Um, I think this is the biggest strength of Ruby is that it has a world which really draws you in. I think that's um, very similar. It's a similar feel, I think, to a similar thing that uh, kind of like Harry Potter and Avatar: The Last Airbender do is they have this um, very appealing world, uh, kind of like a, the aesthetic of the world. I don't think it's necessarily the specifics of the mythology that really drew me in, but it's more of just like kind of the the uh, high. Uh, high visual video game inspired world with these uh, female characters with great designs that is very appealing. And it's, and I like genuinely am more excited by the show than probably by a new episode of Steven Universe. And like, uh, it's, it's so, it's, it's more frustrating to me when it does stuff that I'm not like digging, uh, than another show might. And honestly, once I can get past the fact that we're going to get some hate for our coverage of this, that, uh, I'm more excited for it coming back than the average show on TV for sure. So, um, I, I do really care about the show. That being said, I'm, because I care so much, I'm going to be highly critical of it and of the crew that creates it because I know that they can do better than a lot of the stuff that they're going to do again and again <laughs> because they don't really learn. But um, it's uh, it comes from a place of passionate about the show. And it's certainly uh, not like my intent to blindly criticize it, but uh, I definitely will. And I think it would be a disservice to uh, the show, to Rooster Teeth, to uh, kind of uh, animation critique in general, to critical critique in like if, if we did not criticize the show as heavily as we do. So like we can only cover this one way and that's where I'm coming from for anything. Like this isn't going to apply much to this podcast. We're just kind of like, ooh, what would happen if this happened? This <laughs> yeah, podcast. ooh. But uh, once, uh, once uh, <laughs> episode one comes out and they do yeah, no, there will be some then, stuff. then we'll, we'll rant about it. So that's where I'm coming from. Uh, you can co-sign that or wherever you want, Delaney. But yeah, uh, I half co-sign. I don't like. I don't. I don't really like put my shows into like tiers. Like if I like something, I like something. It's just kind of like intense, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ruby, really? Yeah. I can, yeah. I, what? Delaney's yeah. obsessed with everything. That's so weird. Not a character for her. Um. Well, for Ruby, it's like this show has so much potential, and not. And I'm not saying that it does. It's not great as is. But the thing is, like, it has so much potential. We have 
four main characters. They're all girls. Like this is amazing, and they fight. Like this is this is like this is everything Delaney likes in television. Like most of the characters are girls, and they have weapons and they fight things. That's great. That's just what Delaney loves. But then like. But then they do other things, and it's like, come on! I like it's like I was brooding for you, like come on, that kind of stuff. So I mean, that's I'm just we we only cover shows we like. Like we don't cover shows we don't like. That's stupid. No one wants to listen to a bunch of people complain about a show that they don't like. Like why cover it? We love Ruby, but like oh my god, it's just you just want to shake it sometimes. So like we love this show. It's great. I love this show. It's wonderful. It's but sometimes you're just like, oh come on, just why did you do this to me? Yeah, and yeah, we'll, we'll, so we'll see. It's all out of place of love and wanting yeah. the show to be the best Ruby it can be. And unfortunately, it just, a lot of times, it's not the best Ruby it can be. Yeah, and uh, so we're coming off of, yeah, good stuff. We're coming off of Volume 3, which Delaney and I, uh, if you listen oh. to our previous coverage, said was the worst season of the show. Um, I Looking back, I don't think, I think if you want to say that Volume 1 was worse than Volume 3, I think that's fine. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's close. I think, for me, at least, Volume 2 is clearly better than yes. the two of them. Um, there's some people I've seen that say Volume 3 is like clearly the best. Uh, you know, people watch the show in different ways, but it's not like me and Delaney are like a way off base here. I see, <laughs> I see other people who also say Volume 3 is the worst. But then again, a lot of the criticism I see is like on CO where people are inherently negative. So, um, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. But, uh, you know, looking back on Volume 3 very quickly, uh, Really, the uh, finale stuff was pretty exciting. We have a lot of yeah. exciting stuff going into next week. We we were coming off of the worst decision and seeing the show is made with the Adam uh, Yang's arm, <gasps> uh, which inherently which frustrated Delaney and I to no ends. Yeah, I, I think that's clearly the worst. I mean, if you yeah. want, it's either that or the the John cheating Arkin in season right, one. Yeah, so exactly. it's one of the two. It's one of those, uh, but the, it was pretty awful. And uh, we're also coming off a complete mismanagement of the tournament uh, from Volume oh, Three. Oh. Oh, the which tournament. created some great fight scenes, but uh, relevance to the plot overall Boredom was for like awful. Weeks. Yeah, so the season was just very badly structured. But overall, um, considering the circumstances, I think that I would not call Volume Three a failure by any right, stretch right. of the imagination. I mean, this is uh, like losing the show's creator and then producing a still a high quality season of of. of uh, I'm gonna call like I'll, I'll call it Ruby Television. I know it's not on television, but it's it's like it's like we call Voltron Television, you know, and it's it's yeah. on Netflix. But yes, producing still a high quality season, even if it was in her, very flawed, I think is still impressive. And I'm interested to see if they can pivot and actually have a uh, season structure that is not frustratingly boring and stuff like that. Um, if they can have. If if they can like take advantage of this huge reset that they pulled, yeah, like I, they've certainly they've set themselves up pretty well. Like they they're like, okay, we just hit the reset button. Like they can do whatever they want now. Like come on, let's let's see what they can do. Yeah. So uh, like last season, I, I remember we were both speculating kind of the whole way through that we're going to kind of blow everything up at the end, which is which is one of my more frequent predictions. To be fair, that Dylan all, always wins. <laughs> but this time it was correct. Up. So they actually did blow. They up did the blow end, everything up. Um, so yeah, that was the one thing I think we called correctly, but, uh, it was, I think it was a great decision by them. So like, I think like overall, like we meandered and we did awful stuff in the middle. Um, and we have some super questionable mythology elements that we haven't done anything with like the, um, 
the maidens, which I didn't even remember was a thing. I like right. had to refresh myself on like Cinder. What became the Avatar, and she was like, yeah. <laughs> and I, and it's not clear what's going on with that or how that's relevant to the plot. Um, they, that was super questionable mythology. But we also had great Cinder backstory and stuff like that. Um, but uh, you know, but but we are ending up at a place that is is good. We're hitting the reset button. We can go in any direction we want. I'm not super enthusiastic about where we're starting the season, but there's like infinite potential in where we're going certainly um i'm excited we'll just have to see yeah okay so let's start with the character trailer here um which uh was kind of the volume four trailer that they put out which i so we can talk about this concept first which is it's basically like a callback to the red trailer and the other character specific trailers that happened before volume one and um they it just features ruby in a in a town outside Vale, fighting a bunch of Grimm, and in her new outfit, and with some really, really high quality animation, and then we check in on all the other characters at the end for like a few seconds. Yeah. Um, I actually think this is a great idea for the show, just to do season trailers. Like, I don't think you need to do your traditional like splice some clips up from the rest of the season. Just like have some fight scene. Um, like, and it, it, like that—that's the thing. A fight scene kind of is a preview of the season. Like, even yeah. if this has nothing to do with the rest of the season, it, it's just—it's a scene that's not going to be shown in the season. It's it, this is kind of like what the well, show and, is about. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's what's so great about Ruby is like we get some we get some amazing fight scenes. So if you if you have clips, like you kind of ruin it a little bit because what that's part of the fun. It's like we know there's going to be fights. We know we know how the show works, but like you never know really how like some of the fights are just really amazing. So you know you don't want to waste that you know, like all factor. Yeah. And that's, that's something we haven't mentioned yet. I think volume three potentially had more high quality oh, fight scenes I than def- the other seasons. Like yeah. even though the tournament was terrible, there were some stellar some, fight scenes. There's some good ones in the tournament. Um, the, I, I rewatched the last episode and the, uh, the Pira Cinder fight was incredible. Um, I remember we had a, in the one before the last one, we had kind of Ruby, and uh now see i'm gonna it's gonna take me a while to get back into all the characters but no the yeah neo and the now dead guy you know oh yeah uh, space yeah uh i think that on top of the ship i think that was a good one although i don't think some people didn't like that one um what other ones did we what did we have there's some there's a bunch of good ones we'll we'll get back into it weiss's sister and yeah uh, we had uh Winter and Crow, yeah, that was a good one too. So certainly the quality, I mean, that's the show's strength and I don't think that's gone down too much. I mean, we're tracking the quality of fights, uh, you know, without Monty directing them and um, some of them were definitely Monty infused and certainly these, I think the general trend was that they were slower um, and so we'll see how how we get back into the swing of things here. Um, but yeah, so I think that I don't remember where where did I start this? So the character trailer. Yeah, that's where we were. <laughs> the character the yeah. trailer. So uh my thoughts on the character trailer generally are looks really good and Ruby design Ruby's new design looks cool and that's basically it. What yeah. do you Yeah, right? Uh, like, I was I mean, really into the trailer. Like I really like I was enjoying like the fight scene is like awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's good. It's typical classic Ruby fighting fighting right. game. Yeah. It was it was good. I don't know like I it was a good way to you know, reintroduce Ruby. Like, I mean, obvi- it hasn't been that long since season, like, since volume three, but I don't know. It was just a solid. Obviously, Ruby's outfit is amazing. Like, OMG, Ruby. It was just good. Just good trailer. Um, Obviously, I, you know, it's not. I mean, the character trailers before volume one are just kind of like magical and like really cool. 
but I mean, this is a good trailer. I don't. I definitely think this is probably like we don't. I mean, we obviously don't have to have a character trailer before every volume. That would be like unnecessary. But good. I really I, enjoyed it. I could see them doing this instead of just like I said, the normal splicing clips. Right. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, I think this is definitely like a better idea. Like, take a little bit of. Like even if even if it's like the trailer is just something completely separate from like the show, which I guess I mean I think that's what you were saying is like you know it nothing in the trailer actually happens this season. Yeah, which it won't. Which yeah, but that'd be like you know just do something really cool. Like I'm fine yeah. with that. It's so neat. I think yeah, it's a good idea. Um, yeah, I mean I think certainly this isn't as good as the original. Right. Trailer. I, I mean the original trailer is like oh. Yeah, I mean those are classics. I mean yeah. it's been a few years, but you know those are a those little are bit untouchable. Cool. And if you yeah. haven't seen those, go watch them. I think people have seen them. I think you're the only one that didn't see them. It's well, in my defense, <laughs> I literally like got introduced to. If Ruby you watch, in, yeah, like, if you watch on minutes. Netflix, you won't necessarily know that they exist, right? So yeah, yeah. So, mm. um, so at the end of the trailer, we see. I mean, Ruby's Ruby's fighting the Grim. She fights this giant Grim ape. It's apparently called a beringle what beringle um okay. i mean i think i would say that it's called harambe but you know beringle it's from, um it's around, no, it's uh and uh yeah she's fighting that and then she gets a call from the other members of the former team juniper um i don't know if this i don't remember if this is an official thing or not i remember we we're calling them team ranger at the end of the season with ruby now with right other three members i think that's probably official but we're gonna call them team ranger okay, r-n-j-r-n-j-r um so i yeah I, I by the way they were at new york comic-con recently the the crew and some of the cast and they've done a bunch of interviews i haven't been able to keep up with all the interviews uh i apologize if i'm missing something in general from the ones i saw they were not saying anything new about the season so i really we were didn't seem like we were missing much it was more just like oh we're not going to talk about spoilers and um I'll, I'll talk about why i stopped watching one of the interviews when i get into the ranting portion at the end oh yeah not it wasn't this one but it was like it was dylan's a mad one. even different when i was watching but uh so I, yeah it's possible i'm missing stuff so i might not know what's it's, it's hard to keep track with with uh with the what's official info what's not um also with this show specifically they kind of put info out at a lot of different places yeah um, it's like what is the truth we don't know yeah i guess i guess their youtube and like twitter and tumblrs would be the best place to look for stuff but yeah so and then we see that get a call from them and then we check in with two second shots on the rest of team the for- former team ruby i hope not um, oh, please get back together yeah uh we tears. see tears we see um Weiss, presumably in the Schnee mansion, although not sure, um, looking solemn. <laughs> then we see give Weiss a hug. Yeah, give yeah, definitely. And we see uh, most most relevantly because we don't know the location of Blake. Right. Uh, we see her at some dock, just standing there. That's it. It's a gorgeous shot. Yeah, Boy but it's Blake. like, what are you doing, Blake? Fi- find Blake two K sixteen. Yeah, find Blake. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what. It, finally, I can update my Tumblr. It'll be fine, Blake. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> until until we see her, and then we see um, uh, Yang sitting on a tree stub outside of uh, her dad's house or her house or whatever, um, looking at her one remaining hand. <laughs> like, okay, uh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's an interesting shot to choose. So we'll go over their designs. That's the most relevant part. But uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, the the next thing to talk about are the character designs and where's Blake. So <laughs> where's Blake? So let's talk about the design. So there's we have these kind of uh, different style designs that they released from um, there's some other con and they released these at some point. And then um, 
I'm looking at these on their Tumblr with uh, like the October 22nd promo images. Um, but then I also there we also saw all of their designs in action in the character trailer. So now we have like two references to see their new designs. All right, so let's talk Ruby first. So um, by the way, okay, first of all, originally it seems like this was going to be. I think they said something like, "Oh, this is like three years later." I don't know why we heard this, but no, it's not. It's six to eight months later. This is where we're starting. Yeah, I was confused because I remember like it was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be three to four years later. And then it was like then I saw the episode, well, the trailer, and I was like, Ruby looks the same. They look the same. The designs originally looked more drastic, but it's it's hard to tell with the different style. I heard at some point a few years, it is six to eight months. Definitely they confirmed this a few times. So we are six to eight months later. This is very, very much the uh, Avatar book three after Avatar book two. Same time period. It's like, uh, how old are the characters? I was thinking about this. It's like Ruby is in the exact same position as Aang was in in book three. It's like Aang could be 13 or he could be 12. Ruby could be. We don't know. Ruby is either like 16 or 15, probably 16 now and the others are 18 is what we'll call them but i haven't heard official word on that but uh it's also there's more time between the other volumes than avatar so i'm not right. sure yeah, there's no telling. Pretty, pretty sure ruby's 16 and the others are 18 so okay ruby's design um generally the same no i was uh, like ruby's i think definitely changed the least she, she has uh it's hard to i don't ruby's it, it's hard to tell so the main difference she has uh i i guess she had her battle skirt is like more mature now and she's, yeah. she has like the, the thigh highs and she's yeah. skin showing so it's like more mature ruby um i the i like the i do like the like uh cartoony versions of all of these but yeah. looking at her in the trailer i mean she looks great obviously like ruby's yeah, she's the fat. best and um she in, in in general just looked very good in action too so, yes it was know. it was fine like it's good Re- redesigns are always exciting yeah, very. This is very much them just doing Avatar Book Three, like yep. just for funsies. Let's just change their outfits. I mean, Ruby's clearly heavily inspired by Avatar to start with, yeah. and yeah. this season in particular, they're like is 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 very much seems like the yep. difference between two. Except the difference is with Ruby. Apparently, we have like thirteen seasons planned. So, <laughs> okay, Ooh. that happened. I don't Hell know. I haven't, I haven't heard that recently, but uh, definitely so at, at some point, I heard the Monty plan. <laughs> like 14 seasons and they're like we have the plans for all the seasons so you know okay um next let's talk about weiss so for me i noticed weiss's changes the most Um, yeah that's that involves weiss being my fave i mean that's like me and blake like (laughs) we'll have like a mint we'll have a breakdown of blake's new outfit like don't worry weiss is very much more even more like uh princessy and um I don't know, like Ice Princessy, like Elsa yeah. in in this one. Well, hers is really mature. I feel like like she like she potentially looks the oldest. Just like just just on her redesign, like this isn't necessarily like yeah, truth, but yeah, I, I I mean I agree. It's certainly. I mean I think this is kind of like the maybe maybe going to more of a queen look then. Yeah, it's very Ice look. Princess meets like like air kind of like like air. I that yeah. sounded stupid. I was trying to think like. Because she is like she's like the heir to this like ridiculously like to like the company, so 
that's kind of like H E I. Yeah, R. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought you were going Airbender. No. no. Air. Yeah. Air. No. Eris. The the if, a, the the accent. Haven't you read any Ruby fanfics? Eris is. The, oh, uh, I'm so sorry. I've read an embarrassing amount of Ruby fanfics. So we'll just so leave that alone. That's the only adjective that you can describe Weiss with. Eris. Is Eris. true. And you have to say it like six times. Yeah, that's like, like it's it's um. Wait, isn't that what they use for Asami too? Yes. Um, yeah. So that's the. You know, they're basically the same. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, they are basically. The same, so. <laughs> they're the same. That's, that's okay. why White Rose is the Korasami. That's, yes. that's why. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, I think people will fight me on that and say Bumblebee is, but you know they both can be the Coruscant. So they, we can have more than one Coruscant. Like yeah. no one's going to complain. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Uh, so the Weiss's, yeah, Weiss's outfit. She has the uh, the battle skirt, obviously, which is the big white rose. Um, that's they, they could also be called battle skirts. That could be their ship name too. That's pretty. Um, that'd be pretty that's the, the like classic. That. The classic scene from season one. The best yes. scenes. Um, and in the character trailer, she's like looking down. She's like this um, blue pendant on um sapphire pendant maybe maybe and yeah and uh holding looking very sad because she's not with her bay ruby <laughs> and um yeah <laughs> you will see our, our shipping and feed discussions but these are tons and then delaney but- ships something literally no one else ships and it's like like i'm alone I, don't, I think you. you I know go there back are other people who like, ship it. People but ship like, everything. Come on. This is true. But these are tongue in cheek, by the way. Come on. Uh, so these are people. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think Weiss looks great in the trailer. She's looking. I don't like sad Weiss. So no. free, free her from free the situation. Free her. That's my yeah. So uh, Blake um, is. Oh, the, Blake. So first of all, the first thing I want to say about Blake is that in. <laughs> In the uh, the cartoony version of her, her bow looks like even more prominent, and yes. I'm like, okay, it's blossom. Like, like <laughs> yeah, I, I never thought of this before, but Blake's bow is just a blossom bow on top it of it is. from no, Powerpuff 100%. Girls. Yeah, so is, uh, is is Blake blossom? Is that what that is? I feel like Blake's more of the the buttercup, but I feel like Yang's more of the buttercup. I don't know. They can both. They can both. Yeah, that's be. why. That's why. That's their. That's why they're perfect for each yes, other. Yes, exactly. So, what do you think as the Blake expert, Delaney? Oh, I mean, look at her. Like, you can see her stomach. Like, what? (laughs) Blake, what are you doing? Oh, she just looks great. Like, her coat. Like, she just. This is also kind of like different. Like, it is a like she's wearing. She's not wearing as much black. Like, Blake, what? What's going on? Like, why are you wearing white? Is this the less emo phase for? I feel like this is her most emo though. Like, this is she, she somehow looks more emo, but she's wearing like mostly white. It's really impressive, honestly. I, I just love her like <laughs> outfit, and then I just love Blake. Like Blake's my fave. <laughs> like, is she gonna be? Is she gonna the be main showing... reason Volume Three was terrible because it was like, where's Blake? Yeah, yeah, there's not enough Blake in, in Volume Three. Um, is she gonna? It's hard to tell because she's like standing back to the camera in right. the shot from the trailer. This but is I don't, so it's, dramatic. I can't really tell like, if her stomach's gonna be showing always, but <laughs> if it is, like, okay, Blake. Like, um, I mean, if, if it is, Delaney will be a happy camper. Yeah, happy but, camper. Yeah uh looking very solemn and uh angry in the trailer but i mean granted that's pretty typical like that's how like is always yeah so so uh like where you where are you blake where is blake yeah we'll talk about that when we talk about uh volume three left off but yeah blake uh looking looking good in the design hard to tell from what this is is this the white fang symbol on her um, that's, I'm trying to figure out on her leg. Yeah, I don't remember what the white fangs are. <laughs> it's been a while. I don't. That's also not on her design. On she's just facing in different directions, I guess. But well, uh, like her design, like well, this design here, I can't tell if it's part of like um the weapon or if it like she has something on her thigh, but it's different from this. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah. 
Um, we'll, we'll clear things up when the we can see different angles. Yeah. Although I would predict that Blake is not in the premiere much, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Here's speaking of only looking back in front. Here's Yang turned around in the in the uh, in the cartoony version of her. Um, I don't. Did, is is her look much different? Uh, uh, okay. I guess that's a good point. I mean, like, not. She's wearing different clothes. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think it looks. I mean, it looks different. I mean, there's a noticeable. Uh, uh, yeah, missing, really. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like maybe. I mean, I think maybe. I think it's her hair. Her hair just looks really different. It's not. I'm trying to make a joke, and it just like fell. Anyway, no, I don't know what you're, the joke you were trying to make was, but like uh, I was like, that's why she looks so different. It's her oh, hair. It's her ha, hair. Ha, ha. Yeah, 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 no, okay. obviously. Um, yeah, looking very uh, not happy. No, um, I mean Yang I would from be happy. the end of, end of the season. Uh, I mean yeah. Yang, what Yang has to deal with um, losing her arm into the worst plot device ever. So you yep. know, <laughs> like I'd be pretty pissed. Yeah, I'd, but, I'd be ticked. <laughs> really uh, but yeah, what comments on on Yang with her her outfit here? I just feel bad for Yang. Um, I think Yang. I mean the cart, like the the stylized. Um, like picture of her new design looks really cool like i'm excited to like see like yang full-on gear ready to like murder people yeah so maybe maybe for now i'm just sad for yang for now we're just gonna see sad yang from uh sitting on tree stumps and um thinking about where blake is right now yes she's just where is blake where is my bae yeah where's bae okay so uh so that's the character discussions part. So now let's get to some stuff from where we left off. But first, I didn't think of this until now. I, this is the what this thing that got me the most excited about Ruby coming back. It's actually the fact that we're gonna get a new theme song. Yeah, uh, I didn't remember this. Yeah, I was like, okay, I, so but exciting. yeah, new theme song, new credits. That's gonna be exciting. Like honestly, like, it's honestly like a real. It's like number two reason to watch Ruby is because the music is amazing. Music, yeah, yeah, that's so good. Yeah, so excited for that. I don't think we've seen it yet. I guess I could check. They do generally release the uh, the theme song before the season, but I have not seen it on the website yet. I can check now. We're recording this on Sunday, by the I'm way. I'm just excited. New music. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah, so I'll, I'll fact check this as we go. But okay, so some stuff from where we're leaving off in volume three. So I, I did rewatch the finale and I was thoroughly confused by, <laughs> by what was. By, All right, this happened. I forgot. There's a lot of stuff that happened that we never explained. So uh, in case you don't remember, uh, Ruby used her magical angel powers to fix everything. She went Super Saiyan. (laughs) Super Saiyan combined with the Avatar state combined with uh, angel wings literally come out of her eyes. And she fixed everything and she like uh, pins the dragon. (laughs) She she miraculous ladybugs and threw up her hands and she she pins the dragon to the wall and apparently got rid of all the other monsters. And Cinder may or may not have gotten lost in this as well. We're not sure. Ozpin's missing and um, we see a random new human question mark creature at the end uh called salem who is uh you know just is the narrator yep. from the in like uh so there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense but <laughs> like what I, I actually i think i don't i don't remember exactly what our discourse tm was surrounding <laughs> the finale but uh i think i actually liked the way they did the ruby stuff even though it made no sense like yeah well i mean we were like we weren't really surprised that it happened. We were like, because I mean, the whole time we were like, Ruby's a maiden, Ruby's a maiden. Yeah, Ruby's but they didn't even confirm this. Like, I know. I like, it's not, well, well, the thing is, they've explained it now, and she's not a maiden. She's something else. Well, Oz, like, oh, so, um, yeah, Ozpin explained it, or not Oz, the uh, crow explained it. Yeah. And, um, it was like, he's like, you have silver eyes, so you can get rid of evil or something. It was like, what? They may or may not expand that in the ex- explanation. I, but. like, don't know if I want them to or not. 
Yeah. I feel like they should, but I'm also like, is it going to be stupid, though? Also, last season, I remember we were very much on the Ozbins are big bad. But then yes. at the end, um, Salem at the end is like, I'm coming for you, Ozbin, you're going down. So confirmed probably that Ozbin is, is in fact, the Dumbledore and not, yes. the, and not He's the Snape. Dumb. Yeah. So or the supposed Snape. Yeah. So uh, so Ozbin's missing. So he's fighting with um, Cinder and then we don't see the end of that. And then Cinder's missing or we don't really know what's happening in Salem. So a lot of stuff here. Yeah. Uh, What's what's the first of these things that you are most interested in seeing resolved? Hmm. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> there's just so much, and they're all related to each other. And it's just this weird mythology. Well, we hope that, that they relate explained. to each other. You know, uh, yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I guess like the Ozpin Salem thing. I feel like it's going to be like a long running thing. So that's I mean I'm fine. Oh, I said this to get resolved. We've got ten more seasons. Of that. Yeah, I know that's what to say. I was <laughs> say I'm like wait, I'm like this is the 13 season plan. Like we don't need like they're not going to talk about this. Um, I guess the Cinder stuff because I'm gonna assume we're like as even though it's like eight months after we're still dealing like we're clearly still dealing with the aftermath of like pure chaos erupting on um remnant. So yeah, for sure. Uh, and so how is Cinder involved with the Cinders? Yeah. It turns out not to be the is big Cinder bad. Alive? It's Salem controlling like, everything. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, what's happening with the maiden powers now? Is that still yeah, relevant? Like, what about the maidens? And then like, how does this relate to Ruby and like yeah. whatever the silver eye nonsense is? Are we still on the Ruby's the summer maiden thing? Like, is that? I'd see Like, can she be a, like, it's like, can she, can be she a have white, can she have like, the gray she, eyes? Yeah, and yeah. can she be both? Like, how does this work? Well, we don't know because they haven't told us, but you no. know, the show is not even close to explain that but no. uh yeah I'm, i guess i'm most interested to see who salem is yeah um I, you know i mean if we're t- i'd love for them to do something with the maidens thing last season that was such a thing out of left field that didn't make any sense i mean, i assume ozpin is supposed to be this eternal being who's the old man from the maidens mythology yeah. but you know who knows if they'll ever say that and i assume salem is one of the original maid- you know we'll, we'll see if this is a thing like right now my they introduced this new mythology and then they have more stuff. So I assuming this is a relevant part of where well, we're so going. Basically they've introduced this, like we have this being of good and pure, like uh, of this being of good. And like, basically we have Robin Vatu. That's what, that's what they've done. We have Ozpin and Salem. Yeah, Salem's like this force of evil or whatever. Probably that's where we're going. But... I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. I mean, obviously I could be wrong. Who knows? I mean, I still think Ozpin's sketchy, but we don't know. We don't yeah. know. And in the meantime, Crow's like running things for Ozpin and um, but this is all we're taking off later now. So right. who knows where we're going to be at? Um, Are we going to see Winter? That's really what I care about. <laughs> that's what that's what that's the important thing. That's uh, what Delaney cares. I about. assume we'll see Winter. I would hope so. Probably not right away, but no. I don't know. Uh, most relevant, I think, is where is what's happening with Cinder because she's such yes. a vital part of last season. So we'll see what's going on with her. And she was kind of a redeeming aspect of volume three is like because she was so interesting yeah what she was doing was awful yes except for the backstory episode everything cinder did was super bad narrative wise but her she herself is interesting so that's like it's it's like that's the main thing with the show is like even if the narratives are not good uh the characters are interesting so at least we'll care about them so cinder's the stuff so yeah cinder's an interesting character with a good design and stuff like that so we'll see what happens to her um so relevantly, uh, in terms of our heroes, so we're starting off with Ruby with the the, remand, rem, the remnants of Team Juniper. Um, by the way, are you still are you over her pure dying yet? I rewatched her die. 
uh, yesterday. <laughs> I mean, I like, well, I, I didn't like call that. I was like, Pierre's dead. So I feel like I had come to terms with Pierre yeah, no, dying. No, no. Like, we've been happened. speculating the whole season that, like, uh, I was probably like, Pierre is dead. Would die, maybe someone else. But, um, that was the ma- quick rant about that, by the way. Um, <gasps> I actually hate, I actually hated how they did that with, uh, the, we knew someone was going to die. They'd been foreshadowing that. They started right. foreshadowing Pierre dying. Um, so like, thought Blake was going to die. It was yeah, no, awful. Blake, there, Blake, there's Blake might have, that would, that would Dylan been, was tormenting me all season being like Blake's, Blake's gonna, gonna die. die but no something happened to Yang instead of Blake like that was that was the dying version is the yeah yeah um so there's a lot of you'll see a lot of uh counter discourse to Game of Thrones where it's like I hate this show where everyone always dies it's like it's people are like oh it's so realistic no that's not realistic it's like <laughs> the opposite of realistic but the refreshing and this is very level one the refreshing thing about a show where anyone can die at any time is that you don't have what happened with Ruby volume three like you there's no uh oh I know someone's gonna die it won't happen until the finale because that's the most important time and it won't be a major character no the what's refreshing is that um it can be any character character it can be anytime right. it's really suspenseful i i hate the uh what they did with volume three which is the oh we're gonna kill someone off in the finale it's gonna be obvious it's not gonna happen until then it's gonna be like i so i really hope we don't go back to this this season yeah because like that was the thing like and the whole like this is a turning point in ruby it's getting darker blah blah like shut up okay yeah. like, <laughs> like it was so irritating it like, was really irritating it was so annoying like, like uh oh uh we need to make this post about how it's not suitable oh uh, for- that was literally the uh the show was not much darker after that post, before no, that post. but, like, like, it's just so dumb. Like, okay, one, you don't have to murder your characters to make your show darker, for the record. And then, like, it's just so, like, don't do this. It's not edgy or cool. It's just annoying. So, like, not yet. Like, you can kill off characters. That's fine. But, like... Don't do it this way. It's annoying. Don't do it to like make to like as a turning point for the show. That's yeah. stupid. The show we're killing Pira and it's gonna be so cool. And the show's we're all, we're dark and edgy now. Like oh my god. Like like look if 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 the members of Team Ruby are off limits in terms of having which uh, I'm fine in with terms that of having it's- them die, then you just have to accept the fact that there's not really stakes with them. Like, exactly. That's the, that's the, it's like oh just just no. But like, what you can't act like. Uh, it's so, I, so you just have to like base it around that so either like kill a bunch of people off or don't kill people off but don't like do that like i hope that's not done again because I, I remember that that being annoying anyway that's super annoying like oh, fine kill people off i mean not that i really want people on team ruby to die but like let's have some stakes here people and i guess the finale was supposed to be stakes for dies and yang's arms cut off and like everyone's right. sad and the royal dick but um it, it felt a little bit uh, like anticlimactic after you'd been hyping the stakes all season. Well, that's the thing. It was like somebody, like I mean, if Blake had died one, Delaney would have been done. Like, like yep, nope, so nope. upset. Yeah, but I don't. It's just like it's fine, kill people, but like I don't know. It's just awful and annoying. Awful and annoying. Okay. Um. So, but by the way, quickly, the other thing is I, I the the <laughs> I forgot about this, but um, Pierre like throws her shield and then um, Cinder shoots the arrow and it like goes around the shield yeah, and comes right? back and then pins her. Like that's the, like it looked really cool, Ugh. but I hated that. That's the yeah. No, it was thing. like it's so like frustrating. Cool. Like, why are you? It's dooming... like in Wanted when like yeah, it's, like, it's it's wanted. Why are you dooming one of our characters by from some nonsensical arrow thing? Okay. Um. So. Okay, we're, we're running also you killed like the most interesting character in Team Juniper. Like, why? Yeah, and now we're gonna spot. Now we're stuck with Jean. 
Yeah. <gasps> and they love John, so it's going to be insufferable. I but, know. It's yeah. like, he's literally the self-insert character, yeah. so. Oh, yeah. More on that. Okay, quickly. So, uh, Ru- Team Ruby separated, like I said. Uh, Sad. Yang with the, at, her, at her house. Blake, parts unknown. Ruby going off with Team Juniper and Weiss in the Shinee Mansion, presumably. So, the big question for me going to the season is how long are they going to keep this up? Um, and I worry that the answer is half the season. Yeah, yeah, I'm concerned. This is very similar to where Voltron is right now. Yep, I was going to say it's like Voltron, except I actually have more confidence that Voltron would bring the team back together sooner. Well, Voltron, you know, has a professional writer in charge, and Miles is writing this, who's not that good. You know, we'll talk about Miles. Miles, uh, self-admitted, cannot write romance at the end, so we'll we'll talk about this. But, uh, Miles, in general, did a good job with Volume 3, but, um, you know. We'll see. Uh-huh. Uh, so I I don't know. I certainly the whole first episode they're going to be apart. I just I, I'm very very concerned that Team Ranger is going to be super unexciting and um and it's going to be thing for a really long time. And then they're going to try just... to make Ruby and John a thing and like no. if they do that it's going to be awful. And um, please no. And we're barely going to check in on the other Team Ruby members. So I really hope that this is resolved soon. Predictions on how many episodes until um all four are together again. Okay, like, what I want is, like, six episodes. What we're going to get is, like, ten. Wow, that's really pessimistic. I'm going to say four. Like, I think I, I think that's a reasonable number. Six, that's a long time. Like, I don't know if they're going to be part for six episodes. I mean, I could, uh, eh. That's a long time. Eh. I, like, I understand. Well, like, the thing is, I'm also, it's hard to understand. Like, my thing is, like, uh, I could actually see them. We might not get them back together this season. Like, Think about, like, I mean, obviously, I, we haven't started. We don't know. And this is still anything super pessimistic. But also looking at this stupid 13-season arc thing. Um, we're talking about, like, so we d- literally have no idea where Blake is. Um, Yang is, like, she's, they're going to make her go through all this stuff and, like, overcome. Uh, it's going to be super annoying. I'm not ready. Oh, like, yeah, I have no confidence they're going to handle Yang's disorder. They're going to do this well. awful. Yeah. And, like, I just know I'm going to be so angry the whole time. Yeah. And then, like, so we're going to have, like, Team Ranger doing stuff. And then occasionally we'll flash to like whatever Yang's doing or whatever Blake's doing or whatever Weiss is doing. And then like, I feel like we're going to get reunited in pieces like very, yeah. like very, very slowly. Like yeah. I could see like, again, cause they do this to Blake all the time. Like they'll probably all get back together except Blake and Blake will be somewhere. And I'll be like, I want to cry. Like, cause it's, I mean, just like we've been scattered and I just like, I'm just trying to think of what event could occur i mean other than like some grim apocalypse which i mean that already happened it could happen again i don't know bring everybody back together so who knows uh yeah i mean they'll just i assume from some point ruby will try to round up the troops or something that's, I just all, think that's my, all the fanfics go so uh, but i think my super like actually i think like i don't think they're gonna get back together this season they're gonna they're gonna do this to us no i don't think i mean i don't think they'll do that but um well my thing is like it's hard with like the episodes aren't very long, and then, like, we have the, like, they're literally scattered to the winds. I mean, we know where Yang is. Like, we know where she is. And we, I mean, we know where Weiss is, but, like, Weiss could also, like, I don't know. Weiss has things to do. And so, I don't know. And I don't, I, know. I don't know. I really know if Weiss has things to do, but. Well, I just don't, like, I don't know if even Weiss, like, running the company now. Like, what's yeah, going not, on? Because her dad, I mean, that was a thing. Part of it, too, was, like, her dad's company was, like, under fire and stuff. So, like. I think this. She's probably going to have a very similar arc to Asami in um, book two, where it's like like building the 
building like the family's company back together and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll see if that's where they go with it. So I, I think I would say that for episode one, I don't expect them right. to show. I don't even expect them to show uh like your yang weiss blake or yang right. until right. the yeah, very end until the very end of the episode is what i would say and then they'll do something like in this trailer where they show them for like two seconds that'd be my base level expectation is right um and then i would say by episode four they'll ruby will start rounding up the troops or something um i mean it would be i can re- see them going to like visiting weiss it's a it's a real narrative mistake to keep together to keep apart your main characters for a whole yep. season i think they probably know that um i don't know i mean well i mean a great deal of volume three was like we didn't even see team ruby yeah that is true um so i don't know we'll see at the very least uh by the end of episode four they should have the other three doing prominent things and that's yeah that's a, i definitely like, i would honestly i'm fine if they don't get back together really soon as long as they show everyone doing things like yeah. i'd be okay with that i just yeah. don't want like team ranger for like four episodes and i'm like i'm so tired of john show me somebody who isn't john please yeah. yeah um i won't be okay if they don't get back together but <laughs> that's just a personal view like well, i mean uh, i won't be back together but i'm like if we're talking like worst case scenario here i guess so um yeah no i need to see my ruby and blake white scenes or else you know well, i need um, like i just need to see blake that's the thing that, yeah. that's like delaney's benchmark for the season is like are we gonna see blake more than volume three because like That'll automatically make it better because that was yeah. really annoying in volume three. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, okay. Now it's rant time. And then at the end, if we have time, we'll do a quick wish list for things we want to see this season. So uh, less time we've been unsurprising when we talk about Ruby, we go forever. Like that's, yep. that's what happens. So, uh, okay. So on there, they did a Tumblr Q and a, the Ruby staff. And since it's on Tumblr, unsurprising, we're having someone ask about uh, gay representation on the show. Because and like forever ago, they were like, so last oh, yeah. last season in their preseason, they're like, yeah, we're gonna have at least one gay character. <laughs> like, and they're like, they already exist. And like, it's gonna be and then that didn't happen last. No, season, like so. we got really excited about it. And we're like, where's the gay? They're Where like is Monty, it? They're like Monty specifically designated, like characters, you know, so and then they just didn't do it last season. So let's read. Um, Miles's answer to this Tumblr question. Uh, so he's like, um, yeah, I don't know. They, they, we don't need to read the question. So Miles says, um, so we've actually had, so we've actually already had some LGBT, LGBT plus characters uh, in the show, but didn't really go out of our way to draw attention to it. We don't want it to be a thing. As we explore <gasps> more about all of our characters, it'll definitely come up. We just want it to feel natural, if that makes sense. Also, speaking personally, I know I want to get better when it comes to writing romance. I'm just not great at it yet. Huh? Yeah, we know Miles, first of all. That's the first. Uh, we've seen your attempts. We know. We know. Okay. So um, here's the here's the quick version of the rant on this. I don't know if it'll be quick, but uh, the obvious answer, the response to this is that um, is this is a very typical uh, straight person answer. So this, this is a typical garbage answer. <laughs> well, you know, hand in hand, but uh, I don't mean that. But uh, so we don't want it to be a thing is the main thing. So he's saying that um, what he's essentially saying is the typical crap that you get from people who don't care about queer representation is that uh he they don't want to quote unquote force it or uh it does you don't need to like specifically have it or it's disingenuous or something like that um so we don't want it to be a thing he doesn't want it to he doesn't want to have to explicitly portray it so there's the 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 point a is that it's not a thing unless uh unless you actually show it you can't just yeah. have characters that you're saying you in your heads are gay in the background like that's that means nothing to the audience. that's literally not how it works it's not how it works because um 
it's either you're just not showing any relevant information to the audience. And the second, and here's the frustrating part is that, um, why don't you want to call attention to same sex rom- same sex romances on the show, but you do want to call attention to opposite sex romances? There have been many, many examples in the show when they've had um, straight feelings or straight romances portrayed that are not relevant to the plot um, that you just want to show because that's a showing romances is valid. But you have um, you have. John in the beginning, John probably liking Ruby. You have Weiss's feelings for Neptune. You have Ugh, Neptune. Blake, whatever they're doing with Blake and the Sun. God, don't even talk about that. <laughs> I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually the Sun defender of the podcast. <sighs> yeah. How much? Yeah, that we haven't discussed that Sun and Neptune. What's up with them? Yeah, them where the- are they? Well, I don't. Nobody care. cares. Nobody cares. Okay, so um. And uh, we have uh, Pira's crush on John, and then I completely forgot about this, to be honest, until I read the finale, but we actually have a tragic romance arc with Pira and John culminating in them kissing, and then Pira shoving John into a locker, which is still the best thing. Like, I I forgot about that, but it's so good. Um, And so there's all these instances when they're drawing attention to these characters' straight sexualities. Um, and this, so this answer is inherently, uh, just nonsensical given that and pretty bigoted, like in my opinion, um, we don't really go out of our way to draw attention to it. We don't want it to be a thing. The fact that he like unironically wrote a thing in quotes and he like doesn't understand that this is like (laughs) the type of thing that will get people. Was it people? So like as a gay. And yes. I watch in me and as gay, TM, TM. as a gay who watches television and like all of this stuff, we don't want to make it a thing. What? Like you don't want me to see it? Like that doesn't make any sense. It's just so stupid. Like we don't want to make like so. Basically, the idea is well, we don't want like you can write a gay character and not make it about them being gay, but you have to tell us they're gay. Like that's just how it works. Like oh, we have gay characters. Where are they? Do I need a microscope to see them? Like I don't understand. Oh, it's so irritating. Like just give just just give it to us just just be like they're gay okay show it to us but like if they're like if we're in season five or whatever because you know 13 playing here and they're like oh so and so's gay no that's not okay you can't just say that you have to show it to us so to me i think it is obvious at this point that monty intended yes uh blake and yang to be a thing I yeah, I would agree. I with think you. that's I think, fairly I, apparent. I think that's pretty obvious. Now, what Miles is saying is we don't want to go out of our way to show them, don't want it to be a thing. The problem is it's not a thing unless you show it. You can't yeah. you can't just have this like Oh yeah, under- we have gay characters. Where are they? Are they in camouflage? Like where are they? This this plays into the the um this is like the most awful instincts that um people who have no idea what they're talking about with this play into where it's yes. like oh I hate when th- th- you'll hear people th- these Miles and Carrie are the type of people and they literally win on one of their stupid well it's reasons. like just they, like they're just gay like you don't you have to you don't have to make it a thing and it, like that is like this so that is the most irritating thing to ever hear as a queer person is just like really. You know, yeah, we don't want validating like my existence to be a thing. Oh. Like wow, you're not a nice well, person they, they, they act like like people act like like making a character gay doesn't like it doesn't necessarily make everything about that character gay but that's the yeah. thing that we don't make a thing mm-hmm. like just shut up like you don't know what you're talking about just, yeah. just, just oh, it's so that. irritating so miles and carrie literally uh, i think i think carrie said these went on a podcast talking about avatar and cora and said um carrie's like 
I don't know if I liked what they did with chorus. I don't. This is me paraphrasing. I do, they chorus saw me because they was like uh, I didn't they like made it that a they, thing. They made it a thing, and like there's no build up, and like you know he was one of those people. So which is like again, all of that is like incorrect. It's the same you, thing. It's incorrect, and it's the same thing. Um, by the way, listen to all of our core podcasts. From yes, you should do that um, from the spirit world. Uh, so it's 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 uh, the same type of thing in that um, not under it, it, it's just. A, Basically, it comes down to you just don't want to show same yeah. size care. You just, you don't care. You don't it's, want you it. You don't, don't want, want the representation. To show it because, and you're valid, and you're like uh, rationalizing that by saying that um, you don't want to go out of your way to show you don't want to like have something on. It's as, it's to as if. It's as if having a gay character and making it a thing is a bad thing, yeah. which is like, and they don't want to say it is, but like that's what they mean. And it's that's super, what they mean. You know, it's, it's what you mean. And, super. um, uh, you know like don't just, tease us like don't be like oh yeah we have gay characters oh yeah we have gay characters like where are they this where? is a show that it's even more frustrating for ruby because this is a show if our four main characters like had romance potential with each other which would be so much better that'd be um, amazing like that's part of the uh, inherent draw to it like you know the all of the ships are like who even ships like john and anyone like all of the ships are with the female field ships with the main characters and um just regardless of um if you care about that or not um just having this attitude towards it is is pretty toxic and i have no faith that miles or carrie will ever execute this correctly someone sent me a pretty uh smart ask at some point saying that this is do you think this is a result of um i'll find the exact wording but kind of like uh uh in like inbreeding within rooster teeth um and i think that's kind of exactly what this is like they go in uh they go in shop for kind of everything uh at rooster teeth with their they, they've gone a little bit out for some of the recent voice talent but for writing for all of their animation for uh that the said do you think it's because mile works in an echo chamber of similarly minded individuals who are not typically concerned with social issues like proper gay representation um which maybe uh, expand your writer base diversity makes for better stories so the solution to this is of course that you bring in a uh a, a, a queer writer and someone who like is not like-minded but if you always talk to the same people in your social circles within the same people and you're working with all this well, one it'll never occur to them it's and the, the, yeah that's and the none of them care like they're never gonna listen even to this podcast like they're not right. even gonna like no. listen to any sort of thing like, outside of this they've story. made it quite clear at this point that they don't care and, and the uh, thing is that's really irritating is we're dealing with this like they are not controlled by some big network like Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. Again, Cartoon Network is like A+. There's, yeah, like there's no reason for them not to like, do this. There is, like, there is literally nothing. Like, they can do whatever they want. Like, okay, so like, yes, uh, their fans are predominantly people that might not right. react well to this. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, it's not like, they, you know. So that's the reason why they wouldn't do it. But because they have a certain fan base, the video game. Yep. Yep. Video game Gamergate type fans. Yeah, I was about to say Gamergate. Yep, exactly. Those, those are the people. Uh, generally, Rooster Teeth fans are nice, so I don't think they'd be the ones too much in Gamergate, but I'm not sure. Quickly, to wrap things up here, we've uh, obviously gone over time. We're going to record another podcast of this. So, quick season four wish list. Um, so, I, I had something in mind for this, but I don't remember. But I want the first thing I want them to meet up again sooner than yes. like uh, now. Um, I. Uh, 
I mean, obviously, we want the right ro- white rose and the bumblebee. Delaney wants. I don't even remember what you ship in this. I think it's like I Blake ship and Ruby. Ladybug. Yeah. Yes, it's Blake and Ruby. I. Yeah. Oh, I've shipped it from like day one. No, um, you 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 were went around with a few things. I think. No, I think no, the, it was always in the beginning. It was always like no. You remember you got me on to white rose. Okay. Yeah. But no, at the beginning it has always been Ruby and Blake, and I yeah. do ship. I'm, I ship all of it honestly, except Yang and Ruby because that's not okay. But um. The rest of it, yes. Um, I I would like um, I don't know. I had something. I I had some like very broad thing in mind. I mean, I would like like a better uh season long narrative arc. Um, I kind of want some actual stakes. Not that I want someone to die, but like make me feel concerned. Yeah, I think I do think that was like a, a bad thing with with last season. In spite of um, they were like false stakes, and I'm like, this isn't interesting. Yeah, and then like. I want some big, great mythology thing, but then I want it explained. Like, I don't care if we have to go to some stupid library and we have to have an episode. Where we're yeah, in no, I would like. I want to learn things, please. They need to work on the mythology. They need to either do something with the maidens or kill it. I would like Ruby's eye thing explained. I'd like yes, to know who. Who Salem is? I'd like to know what's going on with, um, you know, and in, in, even if uh, what's going on with Ozpin, and even if we don't know, need to, we don't need to know all these things right away. But it, it needs to be done in a way that's kind of like it, it's like an arc throughout the season that leads us to a place. Um, this is kind of a prediction, not so much as a wish list, though. It's definitely something I enjoy. I mean, Hello Avatar is amazing. I think like travelogue kind of thing, like journey. Like, I I kind of think that's where we're going. A little, like, we're going to be in different places, like, freeing people of the Grimm. Um, so I'm kind of excited for that, and I think that's what we're doing. And if not, I want more of it. Like, just going, like, I want to see more of Remnant. Like, this is kind of really exciting. Like, we're no longer bound to Beacon. Like, we can go everywhere. Uh, yeah, that, that, I think they're, they'll do that. I think they're going to go different yeah. places. And I think like, that'll I'm really excited about that. Cause like, yeah. I mean, we kind of, I mean, we went to a few different places. Like, well, well, we went into town a lot. It was like, oh, we're in town. This is exciting. But like, it was like, oh, we're going to Hogsmeade y'all. Yeah, no, that's but, what it was. Yeah. No, it's so, like this, this will be exciting in like, you know, especially like wherever the heck Blake is. Yeah. Well, so we'll see. I think she's going to, well, probably a few places. Um, I don't know. I'll think. I'll we'll think of things as we go to with the. I need to get reintegrated to the to the Ruby world. Um, explain someone says no. We don't need to get into that. No. But we don't need the show to do that. But uh, um, good more more high quality fight scenes. Yes, um, please. I would like for them not to do the uh, super dark tone whole season. Yeah, and from they didn't ask on that. That I don't think it doesn't seem like they're going to do that. So um, I just I think the show is most enjoyable when it's like fun times between the main characters or like fun yes. fight scenes like I, I do think the show is for me or at least this could just be a personal opinion not as good when it's like super dark like well like scenes. the group dynamic is so important to this show so i'm just really concerned about where we're going right now yeah so okay so we'll we'll, we'll think about some other things but um there that's our brief wishes let us know what you would like to see from volume four yes uh, you can leave us youtube comments um i ask that you be respectful <laughs> if you leave us youtube yes, comments please. we have a bad track record with that but um you're welcome to of course and i'll respond uh you could leave us tumblr asks or comments on the website overlyanimated.com click on the article and uh you can leave comments below um and yeah stay tuned for our coverage of volume four we'll probably have podcasts up after the public premiere probably i am very excited for ruby though like i'm super excited 
yeah, uh, hopefully uh, soon we'll probably get the theme song leading up to the week and then we'll get like uh, episode one. It's going to be good stuff. I don't know if we have confirmed how many episodes the season is. I yeah, the same as the previous ones, but we'll see. And it's going to be good stuff. So looking forward to that. I hope you tune into our coverage here of landmade.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes or subscribe to our Ruby specific iTunes feed. Pay no heed to the negative reviews on that <laughs> on that feed. Also, if you were going to leave a negative review, thank you for leaving it there and not on our main feed. But, you know, uh, and uh, you can check us out there and you can consider becoming a pat- patron at patreon.com slash overly animated. We thank we couldn't do this podcast without our patrons. Thank you very much to Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, Catherine, Taylor, Devon, Jade, John, Phoenician, Victoria, and Katrin, aka Fever, Mitch, Gunner, C.B. Change, Nathan, Fillion, Buzz, Like Your Mailman, Rich Rose, Jenny, Barbara, Brian, Cook, Cat, Needle, Diamond, Day, Jewel, Garfield, Fusion, um skylark patron cajun oh yeah we have a ruby nickname rachel rose that's cool um yeah shout out to i know andy watches i know um rachel watches i wonder well if if other patrons who watch ruby we'll figure that out too in the patron group on facebook so uh thank you guys very much for listening upcoming podcasts are um justin and michelle are doing a ponyo retrospective this week and then we're getting into a uh steaming universe roundtable later in the week with on pink diamond theories so fun stuff there uh thank last comments delaney just good stuff i'm excited for ruby thumbs up cool thank you guys very very much for listening and we will see you next time bye bye